Warning, what you are about to hear is the unedited version of the next episode of Straight Truths. The reason this is unedited is because it was so much fun, I couldn't edit any of it out. Please enjoy. Hey, welcome back to the next episode of Straight Truths. I'm your host, Eric Crittenden, along with my beautiful, stunning co-host, Jennifer. Hello. And we're also we're also out. Uh, we're uh, doing a podcast. We've uh, got a couple of special guests with us this afternoon, um, Kevin and April Rarick. Hey guys, how are you doing? Great. Awesome. Are you sure, Kevin? There's so many bugs. I'm kidding. There's no <laughs> Just a few mosquitoes. Okay. Hey, at least they're not like the mosquitoes in Texas, big enough to carry you away. <laughs> no, There's these the mosquitoes dad joke. are too high. <laughs> <laughs> these mosquitoes are too high to carry us away. Well, that's true. It is Colorado. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> what uh, you know, Jennifer left off with uh, last podcast was something that was really interesting, and I and I thought that uh, it would be well worth. Uh, pursuing again so that's because I'm an interesting person that's because what I'm an interesting person well that's true um, you're definitely special um, anyway as, as I was saying Jennifer had um, basically made a statement <laughs> anybody want to keep her <laughs> all right <laughs> Jennifer had talked about how we needed to slow down and be still you know we're you know running running the rat race and everything and we're actually coming to you and doing this recording out in the uh, mountains in um, Lord only knows where Colorado so Jefferson Lake Jefferson, Jefferson Lake. Lake thank you I appreciate that Kevin <laughs> we've just been fishing there all morning yeah. <laughs> so we're so we're we're out we're out by Jefferson Lake well yeah <laughs> that 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 was funny. We we got a we got a bite size um, bite size little sampler. Um, what do you call that? A brook trout. Yeah, yeah. So so we got one of those. But um, you know we're out here and we decided that we were going to come out and we we're going to go camping in the mountains. Um, well, let me be honest with you. I I was basically told that I was going camping in the mountains um, by by. <laughs> By not only my wife, but both both Kevin and April. Um, Don't pull me down with this, Kevin. You were you were as guilty as they were about saying, okay, "Oh, princess. you're going." Oh, oh, oh. No, this is good because I'm pretty sure Eric was the one who told me that Jen would never go camping. Well, she is. She she's really surprised me. Yeah, because um, she made friends with the right person. Oh, oh. wow. That's that's. That that, that, Gina. <laughs> that 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 stings a little bit. That's that that stings quite a bit, actually. Um, Not as much as that uh, mosquito is going to Wow, I think I, I think I think I'm getting a contact high from a mosquito. <laughs> oh. Man, okay. You're gonna have to edit so much. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. No. Right? <laughs> no. Or are you gonna leave it off? No, you know, honest, honestly, um, I'm, I'm, you know, this, this podcast is called Straight Truths, and, you know, my, my, 
my philosophy is if is if you can't be real. Um, Hold on, I gotta adjust my dad hat. <laughs> if you can't be real um then then you're being fake so um just knowing that we're out here having the you know having this kind of fun um what we really wanted to you know touch on was um the scripture that says be still and know that i am god you know we were talking a little bit about that in the in the last podcast but we're gonna we're gonna dive a little bit deeper into that and what that what that really means um First of all, you know, we live in a society that is 24-7. If you're not doing something 24 hours a day, um, you know, something's wrong. You're, you're, um, you know, your mind is always racing. You're, you're working. You're, you're overworking yourself, trying to keep up with the Joneses. And, you know, that, that, that does have its, um, it's got its drawbacks. And it takes, um, it takes, it takes its toll. Do what, Kevin? Ten up. Ten up. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, the listeners, that means I burped ten times. Thank you. And so did Eric. Okay. Yes, we're keeping count. <laughs> no, honestly, this 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 camping trip has probably been one of the one of the best things to happen. Um, for me and in, in you know since being here in in Colorado because you know it's just being around Denver uh, the Denver area everything is fast everything is furious traffic is unbelievable um, accidents on a daily basis um, caused by people who are just in a rush to get from place to place to place to place to place and it's I've, oh I've got to go here to do this I've got to go here and do that I've got to go get this because oh uh, Johnny Thompson down the street has this and I want to get the bigger better better version you know so um, you know living in that kind of environment is very hectic and very stressful um, I don't know about you guys um, what I mean you guys you guys have been in Colorado longer than us so I mean what do you well, we were just up in the San Juan Mountains um, this week on vacation, and it's not really populated there. And so it's really just very much laid back. And then when we drove back down into Denver, we were like, this sucks because it's really, really, really busy. Like the traffic mm -hmm. and just we got to unplug and then you come back and it's like, just welcome back to the rat race. Even here at Jefferson Lake, it's like super busy. Yeah, we're. I mean, we're sitting out here. the The campground is is full. I mean, um, when Kevin and I pulled up last night to the um, to the campground, um, you know, the there's there's like three camping areas in in uh, where we're at, and all three of them had the sign that uh, said all places are full. So. You know that was kind of that was uh, that that was kind of interesting um, to see that. I mean, yes, it's a Saturday and it's it's the weekend, but um, you know, and it's it, it it's it's nice. Um, it's really nice up here. And April, you made you made a good point, um, and I want to I want to I want to touch on that a little bit deeper. Um, you were talking about being in the San Juan Mountains and being, you know, forced to unplug. 
um, no cell service, no nothing. Um, probably very few places around unless you went down into town. Um, when you came, when you came back from the mountain excursion last week, um, what was, I mean, what were you guys kind of, could you, as you got closer to, you know, home, could you feel the tension start to, to, you know, rise? Well, there was tension. Well, I'm not talking about. Yeah, no, we were bummed out. We were bummed out to be back because it is crazy and <clears throat> Denver's not, it's just a busy place. It's stressful. So right. It was pretty either. And it wasn't as pretty and. You know, and so it was just kind of like bummed out. Right. Well, it's also one of the most unchurched areas in the U.S. Well, I that's 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 an amazing fact because there are so many churches in the Denver area to you know be you know to house as many unchurched people. You know, kind of. There's a lot I mean, in the suburbs. There's not a lot in the actual city. All the churches in the actual city of Denver, most of them moved out. Yeah. Fact. Yeah. Well, you know, let's let's talk a little, let's talk a little bit. Um, you know, we were talking uh, a little before starting up the podcast, um, and you know, April, you were talking about the um you know you wanted to get practical and 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 real with you know the the whole uh you know being still and not running you know 24 7 um and you know you kind of shared you kind of shared a story and um you know i'd like to i'd like to you know have you share that story for you know those that are listening to our podcast because that was a very um it was it was an i mean it it was an interest the interesting story in the fact that it illustrates so powerfully the the need to slow down and and um, you know actually listen for God because God is always speaking. The problem is, is we're too dead gum busy um, to listen. So yeah, April, go ahead and go ahead and get the get get the practical application for us. Yeah, well, I was in my early twenties and I was doing bivocational ministry so I was working full-time and basically youth pastoring full-time and there was no downtime I would get up at 4 30 in the morning for work work you know my secular job and then I, I would get off at three o'clock and I'd immediately start in on church work and I'd be up to like one or two in the morning so I was getting like maybe on a good night four hours of sleep and so um, I got really sick I ended up passing out at work one day and um, had to go to the emergency room and had a doctor tell me if you don't slow down you're you're like literally your body is shutting down on you i'm like well i'm in my early 20s and he said yeah your body's shutting down because you're not resting taking any time to rest and so i asked him what he meant by rest and rest is more than sleep it's like making sure to give your mind a break every day and so um he taught me like this block schedule like blocking out your schedule and then making sure that you take time every day to rest, even if it's just five or 10 minutes. So some days what that looked like is just making sure to block out to eat dinner or making sure to block out to watch, you know, I, I never had time to watch a full TV show, but maybe like 10 minutes of it, you know, 
but just making time to rest and that really made a huge difference in my life because you gotta and rest for each person is different it's something that you enjoy doing hiking can be running it can be working out it can be reading a book it can be going to the movies you know anything like that but that's kind of what I had to learn to do and it was necessary and it was difficult for me to learn at first because if you keep going 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 and when you try to rest and you feel the urge to need to keep going that typically means you're burnt out already right um I think that's one of the biggest uh I don't know if it's a lie because I don't know of too many people in ministry that are like you have to go 24-7 because there's too much work and we don't have enough workers. I know that that's a mentality that's out there, but I don't know that it's like completely saturated um, church ministry. But the idea that I can't stop because there's too much work, like there's always something in front of you, there's always something more to do. Um, and it's not necessarily a mentality of, you know, I have to keep going because there's not enough workers. It's more of a mentality. I have so much work to do. I have to keep going. We get in this mode of, you know, I need to get all this work done. And for pastors, uh, especially bivocational pastors, uh, it, it just turns into where you're only getting four or five hours of sleep at night. Um, and, you know, just burn yourself out. And you, you create... Um, I don't want to say a monster, but you, you create this uh, issue in your life where it's not necessarily a sin issue. It's a, it's an issue of you're not taking time to take care of your body. And that's one of the really important things that, not just ministers, like everyone, we all have to take care of our bodies. Um, and part of that is rest. Right, right. And, you know, I... Here, here's the here's the way you know here's the way that I look at it you know because you know the Bible does say that you know um, we're reminded that our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit and you know if you're running to and fro and doing everything you're not taking care of your body you're not um, you know you're not eating right you're not sleeping um, you're not um, going on hikes um, getting, um, you know, getting exercise, um, you know, some of that, some of that kind of, um, you know, plays in, plays into this whole deal, um, about, you know, slowing down. Um, here's, here's, here's another thing, April, when you were, when you were running, you know, running, going, going all the time, going all the time, and you know not slowing down let me ask you a question and this is kind of a um you know this this is a, this question may be you know none of my business but i'm gonna ask the question anyway um when you were running and going how much time were you actually getting to stop and spend time in the word of god um not a lot because i mean here's the really hard part about being a pastor is that like the the struggle is making sure to separate like your devotional time from your sermon prep because as a pastor like you're always seeing the bible in sermons not like devotional and so you really have to like separate that and so it's hard because 
you'll be trying to do your devotional and then you're like, oh, there's a three-point sermon. And then you start writing down the points instead of, you know, just taking time to reflect for yourself. And so that's kind of the hard part of that is that it's really hard to, when you're busy, take that time out. And, you know, I, I don't necessarily think that for a devotional time that you have to like completely go somewhere where you're alone I don't buy into that I think that um, you know you can do it in your car while you're driving to work you can you know really talk to God anywhere and read your Bible anywhere like you know on your phone whatever I don't think you have to find like a quiet place so you just have to be intentional about it because when you're super busy it's not easy no, no, it's it, it's not, and you know um, that's one of, that's one of those things where you know we try to we try to fill we try to fill our lives with you know with with different things um, to stay busy because we don't you know as as humans we don't like sitting around doing nothing um, we've always got to you know we've always got to keep busy um, you know and so for. You know, a lot of people they will throw themselves into, um, you know, pretty much anything um, just to um, just to feel like they're doing something. And you know, I wonder, um, I really wonder how many times we could get, you know, some some deeper, you know, revelation from God if we just stop doing and do nothing. You know, um, people say that, you know, people say that, you know, meditation works wonders and, and, you know, and, you know, and, and in fact, we, we are encouraged to, you know, we're encouraged to meditate on the word of God. And, you know, I just, I, I, I just wonder if we would stop and unplug because we are so connected in this this society today. If we'd stop and unplug for a day, if we'd stop and unplug for I don't know a week, um, I, I I think that you know that would that would uh, I don't know I I think it would I think it would make a difference. Yeah. You know. Um, I haven't I haven't unplugged since yeah it's been a long time since I've unplugged, um, and being up being up here in the mountains surrounded by good friends, well, Aww. well I I I, 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 I don't know the camping trip's not over yet so you know the jury the jury's oh, still wow. out on that one. One hundred percent correct. <laughs> but you know but you know being being unplugged. Um, you know, it's, it's, you know, kind of forced me to rethink certain things. Now, does that mean that it's going to automatically change when we get home? Probably not. Probably not. Just saying. Give you a new perspective. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it does. It, it gives, it gives you a new perspective. And yes, it's true. I didn't think, you know, I, I'm surprised my wife is still, you know, out here with us because I thought, you know, tent camping, would be just so miserable for I her. You guys would have packed up and left last night, but I was wrong. <laughs> we actually talked about that. We're like, will they make it to the second night? 
Nobody knows. <laughs> now we do. Now you do. And I owe April 20 bucks. <laughs> well, there you go. See? Don't ever bet Kidding. against me. We're not encouraging gambling. <laughs> well, you know. You, never you, bet against me. You, you never know. Um, I mean, even our kids who are like uber into their phones and their electronics and stuff like that, they're completely unplugged because we have no service up here. We ain't got nothing up here. And so I have one that was asleep in a hammock. I got another one that's sleeping in the tent. And they're just unplugging because they've gotten so used to always having something to stimulate them. And without having to put in any effort that now they're like, oh, I've got to find something to do. What? I mean, one of the kids took a nap on the rocks while we were fishing. She's like, well, okay. Well, and... Kevin, last night we were sitting around watching the dance of the coals. Yes. And we were talking. We were talking about, you know, instant gratification. Mm-hmm. How, you know, um, the 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 Gen Xers, yeah, are the ones who really started. We didn't grow up with the internet, um, and you're just what three months older than the internet. Six. Six months. You're six That's months. That's right. You better get it right. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay, you're six months older than the internet. That's right. I mean, just because you're older than all the rest of us. Eric Lee. Wow. Yeah, Eric is way older than the internet. Well, technically, no, but we won't go there. Um, <laughs> world Wide Web. Okay, well, I was thinking DARPAnet. That's how the World Wide Web started. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's, you know, we live in a, we live in a, you know, instant gratification and, and Kevin brought up a good point last night. We were talking about, you know, in the, what was it? The fifties, sixties when, you know, credit became a big thing and people were going out and, you know, buying houses, appliances, vehicles, all on credit. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying it started there, but that definitely fueled the instant gratification of, uh, like the of where we're at today, I think it definitely fueled that and uh, creating our. I'm not a historian, so I, and I can't say a whole lot about it. But like you know, we have that even that option today where you know in Denver you have to borrow money or else you're just stupid rich and give me money, please. You know, yeah. you got that much extra. Never mind. But the I'm kidding. The uh, um, the instant gratification for middle class. Um, you know, middle class, middle class people, I guess. Yeah. Is very. Sorry, there's a tick on my boot. There's a tick on my boot. <laughs> it's available, and we're accustomed to it. Right. So, like, when when God says, "Be still," you know, uh, when He's telling us to be still and know that He's God. Right. That's uh, that's tough, because I don't want to be still and know that He is God. I want to I want to know the proof for you know, who God is, that He exists. I want to know. Um, I want some hard evidence that it, you know He is God and everything's going to be okay. Uh, you know, I want. Uh, I think it boils down to just control. We want control over our lives. We want control over situations. We want con- control over all this stuff. And God's saying is like, listen, you don't have control. Stop it. And just trust me. Yeah. What? 
Well, I had a thought when you were saying that because I think that the reason why we don't like to slow down is when you slow down, you feel things. Like, you know, you start to be in the silence, you start to feel like the pain, and you start to like have to, you know, remember things that have hurt you or things that you've gone through and like I think that that contributes like trying to stay busy because when you're busy you don't have time to think about oh I feel lonely or oh I feel hurt from these things that have happened before you don't have to feel those things at all because you're busy you know you're just going from one thing to the next thing so especially when I was single one of the things that I did the most is like I never wanted to be home alone so I'd constantly fill up my schedule to make sure that I was never like home alone you know so I didn't have to feel that loneliness of you know not having that someone in my life you know but it can be pain of like circumstances you've gone through or anything like when you slow down you start to feel oh yeah and no one likes to like no one likes to feel like you were like, okay, this bad thing happened. Let's just move on. I don't want to feel it. I don't want to talk about it. I don't, I just don't want to. And sometimes part of healing from whatever that circumstance may have been slowing is slowing down and just dealing with it. Right. Allowing yourself to feel what you've been through and what you've gone through. Yeah, that's, that's, that's right. I mean, you know, and sometimes people are afraid to slow down because they people are afraid of people are afraid of silence people are afraid of loneliness mm -hmm. and when you slow down and you stop doing you don't i mean you don't those 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 feels start to come in and it's just like uh it's just like you said kevin it's just like you know i want to know that that you know i want to know that i want to know that god's there i want to know that god is actually real um, and I want, you know, we, we have just, to know. I don't just want to believe it. I want to know it. Right. And, you know, it's, uh, you can make the argument that if you believe it, then you, you know, you do know it. But then you can also make the argument, if you believe in Santa Claus, it doesn't mean that you know him. Right. Yeah. You know, and I think that's the difference. Is if you, and that's why the devotion is so important. That's why prayer time is so important. Is because even if you believe in God, how are you supposed to know that He is God if you never talk to Him? Right. So, like that's and that's one of the, the big deals. Is like if, to be still and know that He is God, you actually have to know God a little bit. God already knows us fully. Right. You know, nobody could know uh, any one of us any better than God does. Uh, the The issue is, do I know God? Right. And well, and how many times? I mean, let's be honest here. How many times have any of us? You know, taking the time to slow down and try to hear God, and we don't hear anything, and then it's just like, God, are you there? You know, it's like you're, you, it's it's like you're you're on the phone, and and it, the the line is silent, and you're, God, are you there? Can you hear me now? You know, and I mean, it's just it, it, it's one of those things that that's when you start getting those those, those feelings of, wow. Um, I don't know if, I don't know if I'm wasting time, you know, I, you know, for example, it's just like, you know, there, there've been some times that I've 
purposefully scheduled, um, you know, time to be in the word and everything. And it's like, God, are you there? God, are you there? And I'm like, you know, it's just like, I, and on several occasions I've done something stupid and I've said, well, okay, I'm obviously not hearing anything. So I guess I'm going to, I guess I'm going to go, uh, go fire up the Xbox and, and, you know, play some, uh, play some COD or something, you know, because I don't, it's just like, I don't see immediate benefits of the time that I spend. So, and that's, and that's something that I think that is a, you know, a major issue in, in churches today and why people don't spend a lot of time with God is because they don't see the immediate benefit that, that, that instant gratification has bled over from the secular world into the spiritual world and you know we we forget that you know we're running on a different time clock we're running on a different um you know on a different scheme of everything you know everything that we as we know it as humans doesn't exist it's it's a small part because we measure time by the rising and setting of the sun god created time god created space so you know if you know if god can do something like that then you know why do we you know why do we not slow down and realize that you know time can slow down well sometimes god's not gonna give us directly and immediately a yes or no answer Sometimes he doesn't answer because sometimes that is the answer. Sometimes. Seems like all the time. Yeah, what are you talking about? But sometimes that is the answer. Like, he's not giving you a yes. He's not giving you a no. He needs you to stop and slow down. And that's the answer. But we don't like to accept that because it's not an immediate... It's not an immediate answer or it's not the answer we want. Because our, our mind is telling us, this is what you want. This is what's going to be best for you. And God's going... It's really not, but I need you to stop and slow down long enough to really look at the situation, really listen to what I'm saying to you. Here's one. In the Old Testament, when the Hebrews were taken into captivity, I can I can assure you... Take that Coca-Cola into captivity. Right? Don't let it spill on you again. <laughs> But I, I can I can definitely assure you that what the what the what the Hebrews were doing day in day out with the, with a the hard labor and toil is they were um, you know they were praying God deliver us God deliver us God deliver us and years upon years upon years passed and then and then came Moses and the burning bush experience and you know and, and 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 god told moses he said i need you to go to pharaoh and tell him to let my people go and so so what what happened was did 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 moses immediately go and do that no the first the first thing moses said is well, who am I supposed to tell Pharaoh sent, you know, <laughs> Pharaoh, hey, <laughs> this person sent me. 
and God said, God said, you know, tell tell him uh, I am. Two powerful words in the Bible, and Moses got those, and it's just like I am. Uh, yes, God, I I know you are. Um, but what am I supposed to tell them? You tell them I am. Okay. That's all. That's all groovy. But then he made a made an excuse. Um, you know, God, I'd love to, but I have this. I have this problem. And he tried to use his his stutter, his speech impediment, derail how God was going to deliver His people. The interesting fact about that whole that whole scenario was Moses was out tending his father-in-law's sheep. The burning bush caught his eye. He took time to slow down and see what the heck was going on. He had no idea what was going on. So he decided to go investigate. And once he went to investigate, that's when he had his God experience. But he had to take time away from tending the old sheep to be able to get his marching orders from God. So, you know, I say that all to say that, you know, if Moses had to slow down and take time out from what he was doing just to hear what God had planned... then, you know, God is the same yesterday, today, forever. God is not one who changes. If God did that in the Old Testament, and we see several examples in the New Testament of where people had to wait on God, what makes us any different? The disciples. <laughs> The disciples, they're on the they're on a boat with Jesus. Jesus is down below sleeping. And they get they get caught up in a a massive storm and they're like, Oh my god, we're gonna die. So what God said, Nope, I'm on board. <laughs> so what they do is they go down and they wake up Jesus and say, Jesus, we're fixing to die. And you're down here sleeping. What is up with that? And I can I can imagine if if that were something that were to happen today, I can just hear Jesus saying, guys, y'all woke me up for this. Oh, ye of little faith. And he got up and he spoke to the storm and bam, it was done. It was over. But it was done in his time, not the time of the disciples. So, you know, needless to say, um, this whole episode's been about, you know, slowing down and taking time to listen, to be still, and know that He is God. Now, to to know to to know that He's God, Kevin. You know, I think that sometimes um, that's where faith comes in, and there's a difference between faith and belief, and you know. 
to make it to make a long story short um i think we all need to take take a take a challenge here i'm going to throw a challenge out to to the listeners i challenge each and every one of you that are listening to this podcast yeah we've had some we've had some jokes and and we've had some fun um you know at my expense and hey i'm cool with that that's good and I'm glad that Kevin thinks that's great because um, after this podcast recording is over, I'm sure it's really going to get real. So, uh, but here's the challenge. I challenge each and every one of you that hear this podcast to do one thing. Unplug from your phone. Unplug from your computer. Unplug from your TV. Unplug from anything that could take your focus off of God. 24 hours, one day. Oh, but Eric, we have to work. Yeah, but you can still focus on your work and you can still focus on God at the same time because guess what? As humans in in this generation and in, in, in this setting, um, you know, we have been taught how to multitask. So yes, you can multitask. That's, that's the challenge from this episode that I want each and every one of you to take seriously. Unplug, slow down, pay attention, because God is always talking, but are we listening? I want to say thank you for each and every one of you that have joined the podcast and listened to this episode today. Uh, we hope that... Uh, You'll stick around because episode three is going to be a doozy, ladies and gentlemen. I promise you episode three will be a doozy. Um, Not going to give any information or any hints. You just have to tune in and find out what's coming up next. Kevin, April, appreciate you guys joining us for the for the podcast today. Yeah, I hope the listeners like you as much as those mosquitoes do. <laughs> <laughs> I almost smacked you in the face oh, just because one was on you your face. You got one on your hat right now. Uh, it's on my hat. It's okay. So anyway, 